Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. I am one of the two kings of the Rube Empire, the Philosopher King, the Ivory Tower, the Mad Scientist Matt, and I've got a perspective on things with me, though you can't see him, is the ghost of the kick-ass Duke, the right hand of the king's the producer, <laughs> Dusty. That's right, I am still here. I am still with us, though in a more corporeal form. More incorporeal. So, welcome to Plausible Foolishness. Yes. Or incorporeal, excuse me. Uh, actually, you're... How are you, my friend? You're running between your house and another building. Trying to get set up. And Correct. And you'll be with us in bodily form shortly. Yes. Uh... Yeah, once hopefully, hopefully, and in, in once the just seance a few months complete, we'll we'll be good. Uh, don't don't perform <laughs> seances; they're bad. There's, Though we don't evil. believe in that, that's playing with the fire that you should not be playing with. Um, how am I doing? I am doing well. They're bad. They're bad. They're it's, bad. Uh, it's been a busy day. Busy, busy day, and that's why we're starting a little late. Ten minutes late. Apparently. Rumble's not so easy to live stream to, so uh, I was trying to get that set up, and Skype is being weird and beeping on me all the time, so I apologize for that, too. Um, that being said, uh, welcome to the show. We've got a lot of weird things yes. going on tonight. It's Weird Wednesday. Yes. yes. So how are you doing? <laughs> ah. I'm good. It's been... A crazy day of work, 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 run, 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 hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and then now I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, fun stuff, Maynard. Excellent. But I am good. I'm doing very good. good. So, it's time to talk about the subjects of today. Um, do you want to start with, uh, with what we were talking about earlier or do you want to start with the, the news article? Yes. Uh, we can definitely start with what we talked about earlier and how, um, I, I, okay. So I work in the customer service business and I deal with customers every day calling them, talking to them, taking care of their needs, all that fun stuff. And one of the interesting things is I call for generating business, uh, which I usually call customers and whatnot from past. Well, I to oh, you're breaking them up. have moved out of the state of Hello? Have I? Am I? Yeah, now you're coming in clear. You were breaking up pretty bad. Mm -hmm. okay. Good, 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 good. No, it's no Sorry. Problem. All right. Yep. How's yeah, that? Does that work a little bit better? Yeah, you're clear. At least I think you are. Nope, now you... <laughs> I think we're losing connection. Yeah, I think, we? I think the beeps are you 
coming in and coming out. Uh oh. I should okay, be good yeah. now. Yeah, now I'm on you're Wi-Fi. Good. Now you're good. It may have been the switch. You may have been switching from and data to or from cell to Wi-Fi. Woo, nice and blurry. There you go. I'm here. Let's give you a background. Let's give you a background. Boom. There you go. And I wore a green shirt <laughs> with a green. <laughs> yes. Excellent. That's gonna be. That's gonna be fun. Only Sorry the darker. For the delay. Only the darker greens, the shadows on your shirt, are being filtered out. So you're good. Okay. Um, yes. So you're in the service industry. You, so I'm in, uh, I talk to customers, um, and several of them have moved out of the state as people are known to do when they move to Florida. Um, all of them, wait, wait, no, they moved out of, yeah, they moved out of the state of moved, Florida. They, they were out, here. Wait, they were here. They got service from us and then they moved out of state. But they're, but this is Florida. Everybody's coming to Florida. Uh, yes. And those are new customers that call me and usually they're from California. I'd but say old customers, but older are customers moving out. are moving out and they're moving to Texas and Tennessee. <laughs> that's that's okay, the so... only two places that people are moving to are Texas and Tennessee. <laughs> Texas, they're finding jobs probably with better pay. Could be. Pay ain't so great here in Florida. That's to true. To be honest with you, that is true. That's that's one of the failings of Florida. The mm-hmm. pay rate sucks, and the cost of living is starting to just be crazy. Well, it doesn't help it's because of the influx of people. Yeah, exactly. The massive influx of people and people that are um, uh, essentially working from home, so they can live anywhere. Mm-hmm. Or they can work anywhere and live anywhere, and so they choose to live in Florida, which means they're yeah, getting that's... paid massive amounts of money from their usually New York and California jobs to live in Florida, and they're selling their multi-million dollar tiny homes to buy multi-million dollar huge homes here. I mean, that's a sweet deal. Yeah. That is a sweet deal, if you can get that. Yeah. I don't blame them because I would do the same thing, but I yeah, did the same sure. thing 20 some odd years ago <laughs> when I moved here from yep. Indiana. Nice. So in this discussion that we were having about Tennessee and if we were going to live anywhere other than Florida, it would probably be Tennessee. Um, yes. We started talking about some just of the beautiful. failings. Yeah. Gorgeous. Blacks and the Smoky Mountains just takes my breath away when I, I, my memories of that. Uh, mm. And I can't wait to go back there again. Um, one of the failings of Florida that we were discussing was the lack of constitutional carry. Texas has it. Yeah. Tennessee has it. Um, I think. Cause we were saying, why would anybody leave Florida? Florida is just better right now. You know, in a lot of ways, except it is. In a lot of ways, yeah. But but then, you know, Texas is great. Tennessee is great. But Florida just has that vibe of being better. Yeah. But then we don't have constitutional carry. 
Nope. Which is completely lame, and we should. And, we and Rick Sabatini really is doing everything that he can to make it happen. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Um, and we we did talk about a while back that uh, uh, in the in an episode called Florida the Gunshine State. Yes. Um, uh, that that DeSantis said he would sign that bill if it came across his desk. Yep. Which I got really excited for because sure. holy cow, is this going to actually happen? Because usually if DeSantis says, hey, I will sign it, the Congress will go, okay, we'll make it. And it becomes real, and it hasn't become real yet, and I'm, I'm starting well, to get nervous. There's reasons why. There's reasons why. So I'm sure Sabatini, as soon as he is able, is going to put that bill in. Because he's done it since he started. Yeah. The problem was it kept going to this public safety committee... Yeah, and the person running that committee was a leftist. You know, was well, yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't know what party he was for, but probably a leftist. And um, and so it wouldn't make it out of the committee, and it would not you know get put before you know Congress in Correct. Florida. But the guy who was running is that committee is no longer running that committee. Somebody else Correct. is, and he's doing some other thing, right? Well, DeSantis, I believe, reorganized that committee in order to make this thing happen. So I hope that that happens, that um, yes. it comes about and is becomes a actual thing. Uh, that well, would make me very happy. Wesh2 News at Wesh.com has this nine days ago. Okay. January 24th, or it was updated at 6.34 p.m. January 24th. Florida lawmaker files bill to allow gun owners to open carry without permit. Uh, Florida could be the latest state to do away with concealed carry gun permits and allow people to openly carry firearms. Uh, Lake County Republican Representative Anthony Sabatini, I said Rick Sabatini, it's Tony Sabatini, is it Tony has filed a bill, okay. yeah, has filed a bill that would allow those who can legally possess guns to do so without a permit. The bill would also allow gun owners to open carry, which means they would be visible and allowed in most public places. More than 30 states currently have some form of open carry. Baker said the visibility of a firearm is a crime deterrent and improves public safety, and he's absolutely right. Yes. But it also makes you, but be warned, if you're the it one open you carrying, target. you're the target for somebody who doesn't care and wants to, you know, make sure that he doesn't get taken out immediately. So it's a, you know, it's a give so, and take. So I, I, I put forth this scenario. You're at Waffle House and mm-hmm. you're looking for a quick cash grab, right? which mm-hmm. Waffle House is known to be. Um, I know quite a few of them have, that have been robbed over several years. Just It's a common occurrence. And well, it's because everybody's who's eating there, their bowels are too... Uh, <laughs> their, their bowels <laughs> are being assaulted up. so hard, <laughs> so, you know, devastatingly no that they don't that have one, their reaction speed. <laughs> I, I'm, I love my Waffle House. So... Um, <laughs> Awful then you look at good, through the through things. the glass and there's nine people with guns. Are you going to rob the mm-hmm. place? 
Because <laughs> your no. chances of surviving that encounter are slim to none. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like now the, robbing a now again, donut. You know, are you going to rob one? The, the or person who doesn't care. <laughs> the person who doesn't care about surviving and, and just wants to do maximum damage, you're going to be the target. But yes. I think those are few and far between. Here's you know? the other scenario where this can be advantageous. Um, I still believe in concealed carry. I, I, I love the concealed carry sure. permit. I think it's a good thing. Uh, if you want to carry a concealed uh, permit and allows you to buy guns quicker, it's great. I don't think it should be done away with. Um, mm -hmm. If you're a concealed carry and you're walking around a Walmart currently as the law, law stands and your shirt rides up a little bit, and exposes just a little bit of your firearm, or even, not even your firearm, the holster of your firearm, mm -hmm. you can be arrested for brandishing a yep. firearm. <clears throat> it's total bullcrap. It is, it is unforgiving how much a lot of corporations will go after people for carrying a firearm into their stores. It's, Walmart is notorious for it. So uh, we have a deep state update. Oh no. Uh, deep state says I will never be at waffle house. Problem solved. <laughs> I chose waffle house because of the glass walls. It's mm. you can see through it easily and see the people inside easily. That's why I chose that example. But I, I understand not a lot of people like waffle house, but it's kind of a staple here in Florida. All right, so uh, uh, the, the article says more than 30 states currently have some form of open carry. Baker said the visibility of a firearm is a crime deterrent and improves public safety. All of those yes. are true. Yep. He quote, he's quoted saying, and where that's occurring now, no problems at all, none whatsoever, Baker said. So the whole fear of a wild, wild west and people being scared or increased crime, none of that is true. No. And in fact, just the opposite, Baker said. Yes. Even though the Sabatini bill has no Senate companion and is not scheduled to be heard in committee, though I'm sure it will be, this was nine days ago, Senate yeah. President Wilton Simpson has said he supports the measure. That's great. What I would say, uh, um, what I would say is that if a constitutional carry bill were to make it to the Senate floor, I would vote yes, Simpson said. That's awesome. Governor Ron DeSantis has also indicated he supports it. Mm-hmm. Quote, I am vehemently opposed to it, Orange County Sheriff John Mina, John Mina said. Okay, well, surprise, he needs to get surprise. out of here. Well, he's, he's, he's Mina. right there with Demings. Yeah, Mina, uh, or is it Mina? Mina. Okay, Mina, a, de a Democrat, calls the idea of open carry dangerous, especially when you consider the more than 70 million tourists who visit Central Florida every year. Who gives a crap? They're not Florida citizens. Yeah. So what? Disney is still going to make you leave them. You know, you're not you going to get carry them into, into Disney. Disney. Have you gone? You're still not going to be able to carry them into Universal. You're still not going to get them through SeaWorld. No. Nope. Any of the parks are not going. I mean, the smallest park is not going to let you in with it. No. Gatorland won't let you do it. So what? What are you talking about? The 70 million tourists. That's not an argument. No. 
Okay, here he goes. We already have too many guns on the street. I'm real concerned about those day-to-day interactions with people who get into disagreements and arguments. Are you serious? What, what, who is making problems with guns on the street? Usually Average criminals. everyday citizens? No. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Criminals? No. Criminals. Yeah. No. That's insane. More than more than average, the people that make problems are people that have already made problems. They already have warrants out, things like that. They have arrest histories. People that aren't allowed to have guns are usually the ones that make problems with guns, not people who are legally able and constitutionally able to carry a gun. Yeah. We have a constitutional right. It's ridiculous that there's even a law against us. From being able to open you know, carry. Carrying a firearm in public. Yeah. And then he, he goes on to say, and I don't think it's a good idea for the general public just to be walking around with a firearm on their side. Why not? Because finish the statement. I just yeah. don't think it's a, I don't think it should be allowed. I'm a professional and he is. He's a professional I, I, politician. But this is an attitude. Yeah, right. That's an Do you know how long attitude. Mina spent on the road? Two years. That's it. After that, he was, he's was he been behind a desk. I really didn't like Mina. I, I voted for Spike. Hmm. I didn't know. I, I, I don't think I voted for anybody because I didn't know anything about them. Because, like, half the, the local election stuff, they give you, you zero information about. And you can't, like, some of them, you go to their websites and there's nothing. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's literally n- nothing about them. You literally have to read between the lines on a lot of what they are. Um, I got a flyer today for a city council person who's running in Apopka. And what tipped me off to which way she leans is she wants to build things better, was the exact term that she wrote on her publication. Which which means build back better. Bingo. And I went, oh, okay. I know where you're leaning. Got it. Are you running you're for not... city architect or, or like, uh, you know, city engineer or something nope. like that? Nope. Commissioner. Okay. Okay. So then what are you talking about building things better? Building oh, your community better. Build back better. And you're, you know, you're basically yeah. a globalist stooge. Yep. No, thank you. Bye-bye. Nope. 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 She's stealing a slogan from... A party that Not really. Just a party. She's stealing the, the the slogan from Davos, yeah, from the 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 World Economic Forum, and people like George Soros and and Char- and Klaus Schwab. Yes, Klaus. exactly. If that is not a global <laughs> terrorist, you know, European German James Bond terrorist uh, name, I don't know what is German name. It's a it's a cool sounding a name too. Name. Klaus. Yeah, it, it, it's Klaus. a cool name. Like I can imagine a cool dude named Klaus, and you'd want to be friends with him. But I can also imagine a like, uh, you know, a James Bond villain named Klaus. Oh yeah. Anyway, a Swedish guy that's um, walking around. I am Klaus. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you know, John Mina is an idiot. He, yes. Um, I don't like him. 
He's I, a I don't, fool who does not understand. I mean, he's a politician he's with supposed a badge. To be, he's, yeah, exactly. He's a politician with a badge. He's supposed to know about policing, but he doesn't. And he wants to, he thinks that, um, you know, he thinks that the average person is, a, is an idiot who doesn't, who's going to brandish a firearm at the, at the drop of a hat and end up, you know, slaughtering people for no reason over, Which, you know, over run of the mill arguments and garbage okay. like that. And that couldn't be and further. Here's, from here's my argument to that. Um, how many interactions do police have with people who already conceal carry? It's pretty regular, believe it or not. Quite a bit. Yeah, I imagine. How many incidences are there where the person with a concealed carry actually has issues with the police officer and their gun? None. It's a big fat zero. (laughs) Yeah. Other than police officer taking the gun for their safety. Yeah, but these are people who went out and got and went through the the necessary things to get the permit. The class, but the he's acting like, and... yeah, but but yeah. he's acting like with this bill, you know, people who didn't go through that are going to be dangerous, right? Well, anyone with any type of weapon that they don't understand is going to be dangerous. A child with a knife is dangerous, right? Sure. So sure. if you have a firearm, but, it's your responsibility. The, the two hour, the two the two hour, hour, not even the two hour, <laughs> the 30 minute lecture and the, um, the demonstration that you can point and shoot and, you know, not lose control of the gun does not make you a great, well, also the $70 or whatever it is, doesn't make you automatically a great, um, uh, 145. Yeah, whatever. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For for the permit, it was like for the class, like seventy bucks for the class. Yeah, no, it's one hundred and forty um, now for the class, and it's a hundred and hundred and seventy dollars for the permit now. Ah, but you can get Groupons for like cheap, and if you yeah. do it at the gun show, it's cheaper usually. True. Um, because they're doing but, it on uh, mass. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and it's all through um, shoot straight. <laughs> <laughs> little plug there but for shoot straight <laughs> that being said you know that doesn't make you automatically a, a good marksman no you know and 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 uh and uh and automatically a uh you know a level-headed cool-headed person but statistically concealed carry you know permit carriers are great they, they, yeah. they there's almost no problems with them and yeah extrapolate that it, it, that's just going to grow because there'll be no deterrent. And we, can, and we have 30 other states to look at to see that that's the case. So what is yeah. his garbage? So statistically, um, concealed carry permit holders are less likely to commit crimes than police officers. <laughs> that's awesome. That is a huge statistic. Um, and it's not the NRA that put that out. <laughs> Guess who put that out? The Department for Firearm Safety. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. FBI and uh, Department of Firearm Safety put that statistic out. I think it was four years ago, three or four years ago. 
So That's good stuff. I mean, that right there should tell you everything you need to know about the type of people that are willing to carry firearms and willing to make sure other people are safe. Well, I mean, it, you know why? It's because they're the, they're they're carrying firearms because they want to protect themselves and their families. And frankly, cops are carrying firearms because they are required to. Because so, 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 well, they're requ- a they're required to. <laughs> B, a portion of them do want to serve and protect. Yes. But C, a portion of them like the power that they wield and the authority that they uh, wield over other people. Yes. And you know, frankly, th- you know, they like. They like the job for those reasons, you know, mm-hmm. it, and it's, it's sad, but it's true. And we can't deny that. No. Is it the majority? No, no, it isn't. And uh, but, it's, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. But at the same time, I mean, look at what's going down in places like Australia and in Canada, yeah. you know? Even the good ones can can be pushed down that slope because they're just doing their job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, police are dangerous. Police can... Uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta... Police are in a very unique situation. In are. the fact they that are. they are bestowed this... I don't want to say power, responsibility. They're but stro- also power. But all, but with that comes power. Um, well, with great power comes great responsibility. Correct. So they are they're bestowed the power, and with it comes responsibility. But not you know, but just like a just like a superhero and a supervillain, the supervillain doesn't bear the responsibility. They. Chuck that they off to the side it. and do whatever the hell they want. Exactly. You know, the superhero. And so, like I said, some cops are heroes. Yeah. They, they I'd say a majority, say a majority of the police officers that I've had encounters with and my family, I have several of them that work in the sheriff's office that are police officers, that are deputies, are sure. absolutely amazing people. I love mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. and I love well, we what that, they that, do. That one, uh, that one dude um, that, that uh, Ray brought on, yeah, who, who is a who is a, a police officer, and he's a cool dude. Yep, you know he is. He is. I've and I've got a retired deputy on my staff uh, in my company that I work with, and I love the guy. The guy's awesome. Sure, um, there's people at my work who work in the sec- in security uh, um, at my work, and they're almost all of them retired police officers. Mm-hmm. And they're all cool dudes, you know? Um, I just think, I mean, and you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it, um, we have to realize that we have, we have to look the at pop. the world today. Yes. We have to look at the world today. I'm not saying that there isn't a place for policing. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that, I, I, I've become convinced that policing shouldn't be tied to government. Okay. Because you're thinking it should be a civilian-run organization. Yeah. Or even a for-profit or you know a for-profit organization with competition. 
Okay. You so know? more like a security agency. Yes. Yes. Uh, security agencies that um, that compete for you know your neighborhood's business. That's essentially what a lot of police, um, like city police officers, are mm-hmm. just that glorified security officers because the only constitutional like in a small town in a small town they're residents of that town you know yeah they 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 they, they live and they work but like in a big city you know they're even in the big areas where they don't live well no that's not well yes that's true but not necessarily there are small townships in orange county that have their own police officers that patrol it true they're, they they hire True. their own police officers. They have their own station, everything. Uh, Windermere is one. Windermere has their own police officers, their own thing, and they I think that just patrol that area. Universal. I think that should be, we should, like, more and more communities should do that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that they should be not tied to the government because you don't have any competition. You know, Windermere police, now they're they're dealing directly with their own, you know, residents or whatever mm-hmm. you know with a small group of residents that that so there there is more direct but it would be even more there would be more even more incentive to do a great job to be more if personable. there was competitors out there who are willing to step in and snatch up your business you know they do good uh, if, if, if you if you, if you <laughs> yeah if you if you suck at what you do yeah you that's know? true yeah. But anyway, let's get to the main uh, thing. Yeah, the titular topic, if you will. And what a tit. Because this person's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, um, man, Joe Rogan is under fire from, you know, he's, nitwits. And, he's got uh, some heat on him. Has beens. But, um, but still. You know, it's just constantly in the news cycle. And Brian Silter, like, who gives a crap? Well, to be fair, to be fair with this, um, it's just, I think it's more the media pushing this narrative to try and push him out. So they're looking for anybody who's willing to voice an opinion in their favor. Big time competition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is one dude. No, it's two dudes and probably maybe some other behind-the-scenes people that we don't know. Oh, there's a crew two dudes, of, like, 30 people. Probably. Um, but, like, you know, it's him and Jamie. Yep. <laughs> if you watch the podcast. Um, you know, doing a, doing a show where he interviews people that he's interested in talking to. That's yeah. A, that's the entire premise of the show. That he likes talking to interesting people. Yes. And and he gives his opinions for sure, but and some of them it's are about listening to the other wacky. people. Yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, but most of the time it's him listening to what the other person has to say, and yeah. it's destroying the cable news networks in terms of viewership. <laughs> destroying? I don't think they're in the same league. I don't think they're in the yeah. same planet. No. So they obviously, you know, so obviously the corporate media does not like that. No. You know, they want to be the gatekeepers of all information yep. and all ideas. 
And so they, you know, they, this, this, this pissant is, uh, is, uh, you know, doing it on his own and better than we do. No, that can't be allowed. Yeah. And what's great and so is then you get, he's a moderate. So then, yeah, of course he's a moderate. He, he really but moderates doesn't... are evil. You have to be yeah. radical like they are or else you're, you're not holy enough. <laughs> uh, first time chatter guy who disagrees and he says i don't agree with corporate media well as a guy who disagrees uh that yeah. stands to reason and frankly i agree with you but um <gasps> so then neil young neil How young dare you agree you know, with the guy that disagrees yeah right <laughs> neil young uh jumped on the bandwagon you know he kind of started the bandwagon Really? Well, um, I mean, there was plenty of outrage. There was plenty of outrage over these doctors that he had on, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's a Neil lot Young's, of Neil Young's the one who made the waves in the corporate media. But you why? Know? Why? Or, um, why? Because why? Who? Because he he took a stand and and said that he was gonna he would if they didn't get rid of him he would go and they let him go. And so, but what, okay. Did that affect Spotify's income no, no, at no, all? No. Because no, 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 no. It, I'm just it, saying it's making waves in the corporate media. Okay. Like he, he started this tidal wave of celebrities that the corporate media is pushing, you know? So oh, this guy doesn't him, like what he said. Yes. And Ooh. he, and to his credit, to his credit, he had the balls to put his money where his mouth is. And, and they said, okay. And he let, and he, and he pulled his music. So he, he at least is consistent in his idiocy, you know, <laughs> but, um, but I, kudos to consistency. Cause there's not a okay. lot of that. How there. old is Neil Young? Just, I mean, he's pretty old. Okay. Um, does he need I mean, that I'm not money? saying he's like in his eighties. He looks like, you know, sixties, maybe late seventies. No, he's late seventies. Easy. Is he really? I, I'm pretty I mean, sure he looks he's, good, but I mean, early seventies tend to look good because they have money. Somewhere in the seventies, I'm I'm pretty sure he's in the seventies. Um, You're probably right. Neil I, Young, I just don't care enough to <laughs> really doesn't need that money, right? No, he doesn't need that. So money. by pulling not that money away, that much money, he's really I don't think not the putting his money with Spotify. Well, no, he is because he still gets some money, but I'm just saying the majority of Spotify users aren't, you know rabidly listening to neil young true and that's kind of my point there is uh who are the people that are, are listening to neil not, young okay. who's there, not, who are going to miss that music and yeah, he's not losing not, a ton of money but he is losing some money yeah yeah i mean he made his money decades ago and is yes. living off investments probably now yeah um he's definitely not but probably not making tons of money off of his royalties is my point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the specific numbers, but you're probably right, but still, it's still something. It's still something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's still money. I'm, I'm not going to knock yeah, that by it's any still means. Money. And it's it would probably be a lot of money to somebody like you and I. Sure. It's still consistency. All right. Yeah. So we can still give him his props. I'm, yeah, and then Joni Mitchell went with him and said, you know, I agree with Neil Young, and you know, who's Joni Mitchell? I think she threatened. She's another 
uh, artist from that okay. era. But now we've got a new, uh, we got another celebrity who's jumped on, and she's brought it to kind of a new level. Okay. And and this new level is 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 arrogance and um and lack of information on her part. So let me read the article. Sharon Stone says. Award award winning actress Sharon Stone called popular podcast host Joe Rogan an a hole who has quote personally caused losses of lives by speaking to people with differing opinions about COVID related policies, treatments, and vaccines. Now this is a quote from her. All right, and let's just let's just drink this in for all of its arrogance. Quote I'm an infect I'm an infectious disease worker who has won the Nobel Peace Summit award for my work with infectious disease, Harvard awards, you know, these kinds of things. Stone boasted to TMZ on Monday, and I worked with Dr. Fauci for decades. I w- I really wish that this article um had had gone into l- a look at what she means by that. Um, and I'm sure she has worked w- with infectious diseases. She's probably done charity work. You know, that's kind of what I was, I was thinking too, is going to be charity work. I don't think she's, not... she's breaking down the, uh, DNA of a virus in order to combine it with another virus to make exactly. a new virus. She's no virologist. She's not. She's DNA a charity coding. worker dealing with infectious diseases. Yeah. All right. Um, and so she's being extremely braggadocious here as if this gives her credibility in the field. And, 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 and I'll give her, it gives her a modicum of credibility. She's probably seen the results of infectious diseases firsthand. Yeah. And how terrible it is. Sure. But we, but I'll continue. And, and, and this is just like the foundation for her, for her new level. Okay. Okay. So continue the quote. And I just want to say COVID is not an opinion-based situation, she continued. And Mr. Rogan thinks that his opinion or disclaimer for the lies he personally has affected and caused losses of, it's not an opinion. So uh, a a sentence that doesn't even, like... Makes sense. That's not a complete sentence. No. Um, Basically, she wanted to say that, you know, Rogan has opinions and that doesn't mean anything because COVID's not an opinion based situation. Okay. We're not done. Mr. Rogan is risking people's lives with his idiocy and is professing that his thoughts about COVID are opinion. The casino actress said they aren't opinions. COVID infectious diseases are science and they are fact based situations. So to the pretense that these are opinions is dangerous and his behavior is dangerous. He should put a disclaimer that he's an a-hole and his behavior is dangerous and affecting people's lives and deaths, added Stone. Um, Later in the interview, Stone said her opinion is based on experience while suggesting Rogan's podcast guests lack in the area. Quote, I don't know how many of these people's opinions come with fact-based experience. 
So she's the expert. She's the expert because she's done charity work and won a Nobel Peace Summit Award and Harvard Awards for her work with infectious diseases. But Dr. Robert Malone, a vaccine scientist who worked on the development of mRNA technology, she doesn't even know if his... If his opinions come with fact-based experience. She has no idea. She has no idea who Joe Rogan had on his show. She, has she no didn't clue. research at all who no, he she was. Just saw, she just saw that everybody around her saying, Joe Rogan has all these opinions on COVID. And he's bringing so? these quacks on. So? And it's like... No, these are credible, okay. incredibly credible scientists. Are, are, are we field. done with the article or can I Yeah, no, start? no, we can, yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. So I'm ranting now. So I am, I'm going to proposition you with a, a hypothetical, all right? Okay. You're going to proposition me. Yeah, proposition you with a hypothetical. Dirty. Oh, yes. So say Joe Rogan actually had nobody's on. Just no experience, sure. no no background, just Joe Schmo off the street, and he was literally giving just opinions. Correct. Yes. Let's let's not correct, but yes, I agree. I, you you understand. You. Okay. What would be so bad about that? Oh, it's spreading misinformation and it's costing people their lives. It's an opinion. Okay, there's this, the, there's this thing in journalism where they called it a, an opinion piece, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they list off facts and give, this is why I think this. It's an opinion. He has an opinion-based show. It's his show. It's his opinions. Guess what? But, it's wildly successful and popular because he gives differing opinions. He has people on there that have differing opinions. Now, some of them just so happen to be actual experts. Mm -hmm. It's still his opinion, but it's also the expert's opinion that's being expressed. Yeah. Here's why this is dangerous in their minds. Because you and I, Mm -hmm. the average person, are too stupid to know the difference between opinion and fact. So we're we are supposed just to dumb trust little animals, you know, that, that our lords and our saviors, the celebrities and the politicians need <laughs> to need to show the proper way. And when people like Joe Rogan put out other information like little lemmings, we just flock to him and do whatever Lord Rogan says. And it's just irresponsible that you treat the lessers, you know, that, that you that you you spread potential misinformation amongst the lessers because they just don't know how to handle that. They can't tell the difference. You mean think through a problem? So we're supposed to they're We're animals. They're, they're take... pathetic animals. And we superior people, we celebrities, we superiors need to be responsible and give you 
You, we need to be responsible and, and lead you the right way. What is Sharon Stone known for? What what is what Movies, is she acting, acting lying right? professionally? Professional liar. She is yes. a professional liar. That you can actually put that down as her profession. She lies professionally. Um, yes. I don't care what else she does. She might have a doctorate in uh, herbology. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also a made up thing because it's Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't. I I don't know, but. She's known as a professional liar. Why should we trust her? Oh, she she won an award for what? She's yeah, she's our better. What did she win an award for? For raising money for Yale, for Harvard or whoever? Did she, and and what did she win a prize for? What what specifically? Oh, you mean that doctor that won a prize for mRNA technology that he created? Yeah, the, the Nobel P, the Nobel Prize. Yeah. I believe in science. In science, for I'm pretty sure. I, I don't quote MNRA, me. MNRA, but I'm pretty sure. Developing the technology that's a direct cause to the vaccine that they're trying to push, and he's saying we need to question this because this, this, and this. Now, he wouldn't be saying that if he thought it was a good thing, and he actually does constantly say vaccines work vaccines work and they do they do i'm not an anti-vaxxer my kids are vaccinated i am vaccinated uh, for chicken pox for smallpox for um, hepatitis all of these different things that they have vaccines for are great but they've been long-term tested there's long-term studies on all of these vaccines. There has not been any long-term studies for these current batches of vaccines, and that causes hesitance for me. Okay, so I looked it up. Okay. Uh, the, she won the Peace Summit Award, the Nobel Peace Summit Award in 2013 for her, for her quote, her activities that brought solidarity and new hope to the millions of people who have fought and are fighting against the tragedy of HIV-AIDS. And uh, it says, um, Sharon's Off-screen, Sharon's charitable foundations have given life and hope to people around the world. A devoted humanitarian, Sharon has long been active in her support and involvement with organizations around the world. In 1991... Um, okay, so they, 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 they founded... She's founded a Planet Hope, a foundation that sponsors diverse activities for homeless children of all ages and cultures. At the United Nations on World AIDS Day... In 1995, Sharon Stone announced at a press conference that she had accepted an invitation to serve for three years as chairwoman of AMFAR's Campaign for AIDS Research. Um, She did a Cinema Against AIDS event at the Cannes Film Festival in 98. Um, She's she's served as host and auctioneer uh, twice at AMFAR's 2x2 for AIDS and Art Auction in Dallas, raising nearly $2 million for AIDS research. Good, she's good. done a lot of raising money for AIDS research. That's and her that's her infectious diseases credibility. Good for her for raising and, money. And that's what and that's and yeah, and that's how she's um that's how she's worked with Dr. Fauci, because as we know, Dr. Fauci was heavily involved with 
the AIDS, AIDS epidemic when it first appeared. And uh, if you also look into that, he gave a lot of crappy information and and did a lot of fear mongering during yep. that episode too. I believe he so... was one of the people that uh, pushed this whole thing that you could get it from drinking from the same drinking fountain as somebody who had it. Yes, paid, he is. Which is, yes, he is absolutely ridiculous today. We all yep. know AIDS is only transmitted through sexual contact and blood transfer. Or blood, uh, blood yeah, transfer. Yep. Transfer. So yeah, yeah. not through saliva, not through any of these other ways, just those. And granted, that was early on, but still, just like COVID, early on, they were saying... Oh, we gotta shut everything down. It's it's it, this is killing yeah. millions and millions. You, do, of you don't need a mask, and then now you need masks, and um, you might even want three masks. And COVID is know. going to kill twenty million people just yeah. in the United States. Complete garbage. Have we hit a million yet? So the dude has a track record of this fear mongering. Yeah. Anyway, of worst well, case scenario for in, as actual scenario. She's worked with him for decades and she's raised money. She is, she's an expert. She's a campaigner. Dr. Malone, the inventor of the technology for which these, the COVID vaccines are possible. That's just his opinion. Not so much. Not it's so just much. Uh, I don't even it's know if he opinion. has experience. If, if his opinions are based on experience. She's I would have a, to say they is, are. Yeah, she's this. This is pathetic. She doesn't know who was on the show. She does. She didn't listen to it. She didn't. She doesn't know these people's qualifications. But she's Sharon Stone. She won a Nobel Peace Summit, and you and and us lessers out here are too stupid to know the difference and to know which is fact, or we actually already know which is <laughs> who to listen to. And she and it's a problem that we're not listening to her <laughs> and to others like her. Well, to be fair, I don't think she, like you said, I don't think she's listened to the show. I don't think she's listened no, she to Joe Rogan. Has. I don't think she listened to those episodes. And I, all I think she's done is read the headlines coming out of the media to For sure. essentially propagandize this whole mm. situation. But underneath all of that, is her disdain for the common person. She does not. She thinks she's better than us. She doesn't want she us looks at, listening to differing opinions. Well, she thinks that we can't handle it, that we can't tell the difference, that we can't think for ourselves. <laughs> she looks out at the rest of America from her home in Beverly Hills or wherever it is in California. She looks at the rest of out at the rest of America and sees the unwashed masses, you know, just sheep and lemmings and 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 fools and and you know, basically Neanderthals. We're just all <laughs> Neanderthals, and here there she is, evolved humanity. No, in all just her glory. A woman with lots of money. That, yeah, That's that all she is, is all she is. A professional liar who who who, you know. I mean, I appreciate good acting. But yeah. ultimately, acting is lying. She's a professional liar who made lots of money and can wear pretty dresses. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And and she's done some decent humanitarian work. She's raised money for AIDS research. Good for know. her. Okay, cool. 
Good for her. You know, I mean, I'm glad. Let's not I'm get glad. into all the the satanic crap that is speculated about Hollywood, but you know, yeah, that's that's a that's that's a whole nother for ball of wax. Time. Yeah, that's for another time. But, but um, the the fact that okay, and it, and but, but of, that attitude pisses me off more than anything same, else. It's the same Hollywood attitude that um, we're fighting against with Star Wars. Right? Yeah. So the original four episodes or three episodes were written for people with intelligence. They were written smartly. They're it's not pandering. It's all right, you have to fill in the gaps in between these this stuff. Mm-hmm. Versus the newer movies that literally just pander to the lowest denominator. And they are garbage. Horrible they story. to the lowest denominator and forced agenda points down your throat at the same time. Yeah, which made horrible storytelling. Sure. Now, which would you rather have? One that actually allows you to envision and imagine and play in that universe, or one that just force feeds woke propaganda? Uh, I want to play in that universe. Yeah, I want to have fun. I want to be. I want to be the bad guy. I like Darth Vader. <laughs> I like the fact he's a would villain. You, would you be a Sith? Pro- I'd probably be uh, a Bendu. Is, is that a gray Jedi? Yeah, um, one okay. who walks both sides. Okay. Yeah. I'd be a Bendu. I, as um, much as I love the Jedi, I think there's problems oh, yeah. with that. I but think then yeah, again, there's problems with their philosophy. I'm libertarian. So. Yeah, there's problems with their their philosophy for sure. And just like um, I have problems with the cis side, but there is a middle line that just mm-hmm. speaks to me. I don't like the only thing I don't like about the Grey Jedi are, is their focus on balance. I'm, I, lately, I've come to uh, speculation that. The whole idea of balance is garbage. No, oh, yeah. I mean, it, like it, it's always okay. like, like I a balanced. Wait. You want a balanced diet, but then <laughs> I'm finding a ton of evidence that you know all you really need is beef. Yeah. So that's a pretty unbalanced diet, and yet it might be one of the healthiest diets. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Jesus doesn't call us to be balanced. You know, it's like, I want you to be balanced, you know, half a foot, half your body, half yourself in the world and half yourself in my kingdom. You know, when God was feeding, feeding the Israelites in the, in the desert, did he give, give them just vegetables? No. What did he feed them? He gave them heavenly bread, manna. Manna. And And then when that was too much, when that, when they were like, when we're so sick of manna. He's like, okay, well, here's some pheasants for you too. Meat, right? Yep. Yep. Did he give them vegetables? Because it's not written in the Bible anywhere. No. The only place <laughs> where that's where that's the only place where it seems like vegetables is the, that it's promoting that vegetables is the way is um, when Eat Daniel it. gets taken to uh, to to Babylon and he's supposed to eat. Of the king's, you know, food mm-hmm. with all the other men, and and he's like, 
it wouldn't be it wouldn't have been following the dietary restrictions that you know that Moses had set forth you know correct well what what was the reasoning behind the dietary restrictions of Israelites well yeah well not just getting into that but he asked for just vegetables and water yeah and so like our pastor was has actually been pre- preaching on this and he's like this isn't he isn't saying that the vegeta- the vegan diet is the proper way to eat. This is not no. what this is about. No. And, you know, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't either. This is about them being different, them not wanting to break the dietary laws that of Yahweh. You know, this Correct. is them staying set apart and God doing God doing uh miracles, you know, God <laughs> being there with them and Yes. And, and, and making it so that vegetables and water actually made them healthier and better than the other men. You know, I don't, we don't know what food they were eating, you know, but either way, God was there with them because they stood up for their faith. You know, my guess is they were probably eating a lot of pork. Yeah, probably. Or because that things would be against... cooked in pork fat. Yeah. Cause beef wouldn't be, beef is kosher. Beef is fine. Yeah. Uh, I believe chicken is also okay. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they didn't really have chickens back then in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did goats have... Goats would have been fine. Goats would have been fine, yeah. Um, but pork was a big no-no because of... Because of trichinosis. Trichinosis and all the other stuff that are typically found in yeah. pork that is not found anymore it, because it of the turns way out process it. it turns out that the dietary laws were there because they didn't have necessarily the technology to weed out or to even know about the microscopic parasites that exist in pig flesh and you know and and frankly things like lobster are like the cockroaches of the sea they eat all the garbage yep you know so all these things you know like like clams and mussels, they're 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 filter feeders. They're filtering out the garbage in the water, yep, and so on and so forth. That's the whole reason. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, and and like you know, a, a a current day Jew will tell you about you know an Orthodox Jew will tell you about you know like the symbolism of you know like you don't store milk with your meat because milk is for life. You know, is life giving and meat is death. You have to kill the animal, you know, to, to, to get it. And there's some symbolisms there, you know, and, and that's fine that and good way, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard people talking about that and it, that's, that's fair and good too. But ultimately. Is that why they have meat drawers and refrigerators and milk shelves? For... <laughs> I was just possibly curious. Possibly. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that's that, you know, it's stuff like that. Okay. It's, it's, it's really, there's, there's good scientific reason for the kosher loss, you know, but nowadays we don't even need that because no. you know, you just cook your meat all the way through and you kill the parasites. You're good. And the and in fact, I think I read, I read like a, I read like last year that in America you can eat rare pork now. Correct. They've, they've essentially eliminated the parasites from being a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Through use of antibiotics and other parasitic drugs that they give to the animals prior to slaughter. 
Um, mm-hmm. It eliminates most, if not all, of the parasites. So you don't have to worry about undercooked meat as much. Still worry about it. There's still salmonella. There's still other stuff that you can get sure. that can make you sick. But like in blah, a blah, steak, blah. you know, in a steak, uh, the surface is the only thing that it's not going to penetrate deep, like E. coli and all that stuff. Yeah, it gets killed when you sear the surface, so you can still eat it rare. Yeah, the only reason you couldn't eat raw. pork rare. <laughs> yeah, the only reason you couldn't eat pork rare was because there was parasites in the in the in the meat inside the meat, and yeah. you would get sick. But now that's not even a problem anymore, thanks Correct. to technology. <laughs> anyway, Anyways, um, you you brought you brought it up, and we got sidetracked. But uh, we did. <laughs> but yeah. it, I think the main point of this whole thing is there are people with good background and and uh, researched opinions that we should at least listen to. Yes. And then there are people that don't like what other people say and will <sighs> bitch and moan, lack of a better yep. word, bitch and moan because they don't like what this person is saying. And that's exactly what's you know happening. What? It's not up to fricking Sharon Stone what you do with your body. It's not, up, it's to not CNN. up to fricking Sharon Stone what Joe Rogan says or who he interviews on his podcast. It's not up to frickin' Sharon Stone anything involving your life except what, for what movie she stars in. Which, you know, quite honestly, she, I don't like It's up to frickin' Sharon Stone what she does with her life. And it's yeah. up to you what you do with your life. And she can cram it with frickin' walnuts. Welcome to, welcome to freedom and liberty. Liberty is being able to think what you want, when you want, how you want. How do these people think they are? Who do they think they are? The arrogance is astounding, man. I yeah. can't stand it. Do you have any final thoughts? Money begets evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Yes. Yeah. The Bible um, teaches well, us that. Uh, I don't like the exact wording of that, but yes, in a lot of cases, that's yeah, true. There's probably a better translation, but the love it's, it's the love of money. If you love money more than you love God, then yeah, that's a problem. That's a serious, serious problem. Yep. Money is not an issue. Until Money's a tool. Money is a tool. Money is a tool. I love, I love that analogy. Money is a tool. I've heard it said like that before, but I, mm. um, it's like a hammer. It's like a gun. It's a tool that can be used in many different ways. Yep. It can be used for good. It can be used for evil, but innately it's neutral. I want to use, I want money to be for, to, to, to allow myself more freedoms. Yep. Um, to, you know, enjoy some nice things in life, you know, mm-hmm. not all the nice things, not every nice thing, not at the expense of, you know, being a good person or anything like that, you know, or following God, but you know, nice things are nice. It's nice to enjoy them. Yeah. Um, and I want money to help other people. That's what I want money for. Um, and, and that, you know, is all that extends to my family, all those things, you know, but, um, that is a natural extension. Of course I would, I would think so, but you know, you gotta say it. Um, (laughs) 
I don't want money to, I want to use money. I don't want money to use me, you know? Correct. The pursuit of money uh, for the sake of money leads you down all kinds of yep. bad paths. It's a paths. form of bondage. Yeah. It's, yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, I think that's I a good place one. to end this. Well, I need, I have a final thought. Okay. That I need to cons- I need to think about it for a second. So, with that, there's there's a lot of good things you can do. Look at what Elon Musk has done. The guy's one of the mm-hmm. richest people in the world, and he's actually creating an entire city based on his space program in Texas. Really? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. right on the Gulf Coast, and he's. Uh, He's building literally this entire city based on his space program that will uh, launch and land right there. Essentially, it's the new uh, space coast. Like Florida has the space coast. He's building his own. That kind of sucks. Because the Florida space coast could use use some revitalization. Oh, God, Yeah. yeah. It's still using technology from 30, 40, 50 years ago. Which mm, needs work. <laughs> yeah, um, I think Blue time, Origin is here. Yeah, SpaceX does some stuff here too. But oh yeah, they have launches all the time. They did uh, just. They've got one. Of, they launched one yesterday, and they launched another one the day before that. Star uh, Starlink satellites. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. I, I was. I happened to be driving down 441, and saw the launch. And I was just like, oh, hey, cool. Oh, got to drive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so my final thought. Yesterday we were talking about... Um, Giving thanks? Uh, uh, Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. And uh, she she went on Stephen Colbert and doubled down oh, on her statements a bit. Basically... A, she she stated that there's a she basically stated a difference between ethnicity and race, and which is just complete nonsense. So that's the same thing. They share a lot of commonalities. Yeah, I mean, what's the difference? What between ethnicity is race and race is ethnicity? But um, they but they want it to be, they want there to be only two races: white people. The evil oppressors and, and everybody color, else and people of color, everybody else. I almost said the wrong way to say that, <laughs> which it shows you how nonsensical it is. Yeah. Um, if you have melanin in your skin, then you're, you know, naturally without having to go in the sun, I guess you're a person of color and you're oppressed and if you don't, you're white and you're an oppressor. And that's all that they want it to be. And it's just yeah, you oppressor. garbage. But, um, and Ray had said that it was good that she got suspended. And, and I guess it is because they, um, I mean, really she would have been suspended pending firing. Well, you know, suspended okay. And then fired if she was on the right. But uh, my, my uh, issue is this. Was she would have been fired on the spot. There wouldn't be no, there would not be any suspension. There would not, 
be enter- yeah. any entertainment well, of anything. we don't live in a world of consistency, so... You know, but they keep uh, screaming about equity, equity, yeah. equity, equity. There should be equity, equity. is not equality. No. Equity, equity means um, whatever you want it to mean when when you want it to mean it. <laughs> well, equity me- means like they, they, what they did was equitable. She was only suspended because you know because she's because she's a person of color, and so she's oppressed, and so you know. You can't come down as hard as uh, on her as somebody who is an oppressor. An oppressor needs to be fired immediately. Whoopi Goldberg's oppressed. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yes, that is that is the that is the ideology, and it's a yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. Whoopi all, Goldberg is oppressed. Not, Whoopi Goldberg isn't even her freaking real name. Of course not. It's her stage name. That's her stage name. So she basically appropriated a Jewish name while claiming that Jews are whites, and um, and that uh, it wasn't that the Holocaust wasn't about race. Oh man. Anyway, so um, but there was something else that we said that I that I wanted to. <laughs> oh, I think it was my final thought. What was my final thought yesterday? Oh gosh. Um, man, I don't recall at this moment. It was, I'm sorry. It was that. I'll probably remember it in like 10 minutes when we're off the air and be like, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, but, here's how I'm going to put it then. Okay. okay. What my final, th- whatever my final thought was yesterday, which I can't remember the specifics of it, but it was basically talking about, something external to the person that, you know, needs to be, Oh, we need to be, we need to stay awake. I said, uh, here's what I said. I said that tyranny. So I may, I use the verse, you know, from Genesis, sin is crouching at your door and it's desire is to have you, but you must master it. Yes. And I said, tyranny is sin. It's, it's crouching at your door. It's desire is to have you. You must master it. Mm -hmm. Right. But we also have to understand that that's not tyranny. That's not just tyranny out there. It's also the tyrant inside of you that's aching to get out and be tyrannical. Correct. So sin is crouching. Sin and the you know tyranny is crouching at your door. Its desire is to have you. It either wants to destroy you or wants to turn you into a tyrant. So be mindful of that as well. That was my final thought. And to piggyback on that, and to piggyback what we were talking about earlier, earlier in this episode, mm-hmm. it's exactly what we're talking about with self-control and responsibility in owning a firearm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where that that little voice inside your head that, oh, you can do it, you can do whatever. Being able to control yourself. Have that self-control to be able to go, I can I can do what needs to be done in the moment when it needs to be done. I can carry a firearm. Knowing that you have that inside yourself. That is exactly what we're talking about. The people mm-hmm. that can responsibly carry a gun, that can train themselves to carry the gun responsibly, to know how to use 
that tool in the right way should carry that firearm and should be allowed to no questions asked. Mm-hmm. That's what we're asking for. I agree. So on that note, thank you all for watching and you have been watching plausible foolishness, the home of the Rube empire where the people are free the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash plausiblefoolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, Rumble, anywhere you can get a podcast, Instagram, and minds.com. Peace out, and God bless. <laughs>